Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Amen. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. John Kopeck deserves a church that is completely full with people standing outside, with traffic stopped at the shoulders and people out of their car standing in respectful attention. The birds should stop chirping and the clouds should stop moving for just a moment. This is a man who uh, um, who always makes me think of my father because he worked with my father at U.S. News and World Report for a few years. Uh, my dad was stuck there. Um, he had many various expressions from the Marine Corps to describe work and life at U.S. News, where he was from the 60s to the 90s. Um, expressions that I don't think he probably would have ever shared with your dad because when our dads met, your father was a lifelong Catholic and Notre Dame football fan. Um, my dad had only been Catholic for a few years at that time. Didn't start praying the rosary till his second son entered the seminary many years later. And let's just say my dad was probably a little rough around the edges, which is why people who worked for him uh, loved him because he would fight on their behalf. And the people who supervised him and managed him um, didn't like him or were afraid of him. Eventually, my dad turned into the kind of man that your dad always was. And I attribute that to grace, to the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. As human beings, we are made in the image and likeness of God, but flawed with original sin. When we see evil, when we see dishonesty, when we see uh, conceit, violence, uh, terrible things, it doesn't surprise us who make a good examination of conscience because we know what we would be like without the grace of God, which is not to say without a dam holding us back, but without the grace of God actually transforming us, actually sanctifying us, actually making us develop an affinity for good and holy things such that we, we love them and we prefer them and we enjoy them. The name Kopak has always rung with a special bit of reverence in the Pollard household. I don't know. It's one of those conversations I'll have to have with my dad um, after I'm dead. So, I, you know, another reason to look forward to retirement. 
Was John Kopeck one of those Catholic men in the office that helped you or, or encouraged you or gave you a good example or pricked your conscience or... Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Someone deftly described your dad as having uh, the gift of telling stories, I think it was. Uh, I remember the infectious laugh was part of the description that ran. Now, to be, to be honest, um, your dad and my dad shared one, one of many characteristics in common, which is that they would always tell the longest version of the story. And, and now I do the same thing. Um, and I think I'm telling the short version of the story, but I sound like my dad. I say that with great affection, and, and it comes out, um, I think, for, for, for my dad's benefit. My dad preceded my mom by 20 years, um, 19, but 20 years, basically. Um, one thing that our dads had in common as well is they had the great gift, a really an undeserved blessing from God, to fall in love with a wonderful woman who just had him wrapped around her finger and who enjoyed his devotion and fawning affection, um, making that man even more likely to be a good man. Um, The last six years were, were difficult. And in... You know, in, in conversations after Mass, when he was um, driving to church and visiting the cemetery, um, he wanted to be the last person to talk to me because he, because um, there was so much on his heart, right? He missed Carol so much. And at the same time, he all, there was a story, right, that he wanted to tell. There was a, there was a, there was, uh, you know, a, a story he was crafting, that he was writing, that he wanted to share. And what an amazing, um, what an amazing tribute to uh, to the to the woman who is a cause of his salvation. His wife, in approximate way, sanctifying him, giving him reason to be sacrificial, giving him reason to enjoy doing cool things with your family on a tight budget. Um, uh, our dads probably did compare notes on vacationing in log cabins without televisions. Um, a woman who who um, would make him pinch himself so often that what did he ever do to deserve a woman like this? Uh, she is a cause of our salvation. And ultimately, the, the, the one who brings us our Savior, the Blessed Virgin Mary, who became his queen, who was the one that he turned to in prayer, 
not just with the rosary, but just with, with the easy way that we turn our heart to her when, when our hearts and minds have been trained to speak to her with such affection and, and such reverence so much of the time. And so in, in some respects, we, we, we praise and honor and worship God for having made someone so uniquely beautiful. Your dad. Um, but we also praise and honor and worship God for making it possible for all of us to be transformed by that same grace, to be made holy, to want to, to, to wanna fight great battles and... Um, uh, and to want to love and to be um, conscientious without being scrupulous, to want to be confident that we've done the right thing and we didn't cut corners and we didn't let the bad guys get away. I knew when, when your dad started to remind me frequently that he had worked with my dad, then I knew that we're sort of in the twilight zone and I loved visiting the Twilight Zone with your dad. It was so much fun. He was battling people. He, he was leading an army against evil. He was, like, he, was, he was doing, even in his Twilight Zone, he was doing awesome things in his Twilight Zone. So, um, and that, you know, the, the unfiltered heart, my goodness. Uh, what a, again, a testament to how we're made in the image and likeness of God. And grace really does sanctify us. It really transforms us. So we continue uh, to accompany him in prayer at the altar. Uh, one day we will begin to see that his prayers are benefiting us, but out of filial devotion, we pray for him um, and we thank God for him. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord. And let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Amen. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God. Rest in peace. Amen.